In the gospel that we have just read, there is a comparison that I want to make this evening between the way that Joseph responds to our Lord's call to take Mary into his home and the way that Mary, in the long run, responds to her fiat, her yes, her yes, in response to the Lord's call. And that I think it's instructive for us because for those of us who are celebrating this feast day as St. Joseph with our families, St. Joseph is, at the core, the, the proto-example of who a father's called to be, and Mary is the proto-example of who mothers are called to be. And so we can see from St. Joseph, the spouse of the Blessed Virgin, whose feast day we celebrate, the example that we should seek to imitate within our own homes, for husbands and wives gathered here this evening, fathers and mothers. Because you see, whenever Mary responds to her call, she gives her fiat, and then later on even she will go on further to give her magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. She speaks in response. She does and says her yes. Whereas this evening, whenever we read this gospel, the Lord comes to Joseph, the angel, and he simply rises and does it following his dream. He does. And this is not to say that, you know, Mary speaks, Joseph does. Women speak, men do. It's not that. That can be the very base level. I've heard that interpretation before. But there's something deeper going on. And I think it is this. It is that Mary affirms. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. And she again and again will give thanks to the good things that God does in her life. And I think this is just one of the many examples that we can see of how Mary is oftentimes called the mother, the patron of priests, our comforter, our consoler. She is supposed to be the one who affirms us as priests, affirms us as her children. In the same way for all mothers out there, I want to encourage you to affirm your husbands, your sons, all the men in your life, because you have such great power in that. You have such a power to build us up, but also the power on the other. And it is something that we always need to be aware of, not just as women, but also for us as men as well, to affirm. But then on the other side of it, for men, there's also kind of a clarion call that comes forth from this. Because Joseph does not simply do, he doesn't simply take action, he serves. In response, he just doesn't get up and do something. He gets up and takes Mary into his home. So he serves her. He merely does what is going to be best for her. And he takes her into his own home. And so for men, for you fathers out there, you were called to be of service to your wives, to your children, to those around you. It's something that we desire within our heart of hearts to be. It's why we so often desire to be soldiers and to be so many other sort of things of that sort. Because we want to be of service, we want to sacrifice for those around us. And I want to encourage you to turn to St. Joseph as one who can take you more deeply into that, and also find that in the most mundane, 
Stop at the store on your way home and get your wife flowers or chocolates after that supper. Do something small for them. Help them with dishes. Ask if there's something you can do. Because the weird thing is, for all of us, men and women alike, that whenever we take that little act of service, that act of charity, that act of sacrifice, it draws us into love. Whenever we take actions of love, the feelings flow. And St. Joseph sets this out so beautifully for us in such a simple way that each and every time God calls, he simply rises and does and responds with confidence. He responds with joy. And this is why he is the pillar of families. Because at the very part of it, he just simply serves Mary and Jesus in every single moment of their need, even when Jesus is still in the womb. In this beautiful way, we are called to serve one another, to build one another up in faith, to encourage, to affirm, but then also to serve each other in the most simple, but then also the most profound of ways. And it is from this dream that ultimately Joseph also then does do something that's also important for men. An encouragement that I want to give to the men because it also says that he takes Mary into his home. Within the rite of marriage, there is a beautiful part within the nuptial blessing in which it says that his husband entrusting her husband entrusting his heart to her. As men, we are called to share our hearts. For those of you who are married with your wives, for me with Mary, we are called to share our hearts with one another as Joseph obviously shares his heart with him, certainly probably apologizing for his doubt of her, certainly also beginning to share his own trepidation of becoming the foster father of the Son of God. In these sort of ways, you can begin to trust your wives. And in return, wives receive it. We don't share our feelings with just anybody. And so it is important for us to embrace these acts in love. And St. Joseph, as the pillar of families, he wants to do this for each of our families. Because he also serves as stalwart guardian of them throughout their lives. And how does he protect the holy family? He doesn't wield a weapon. He doesn't forcibly knock everybody out of his way. He simply discovers what God's will is for his family and does it. And for husbands and wives, for fathers and mothers, grandparents, I want to encourage you to do that same thing for your families, to discover what God's will is for your family, which is ultimately become saints. He's calling you to raise up saints within yourself, first and foremost, can't get something you don't have. But then in building up one another as spouses, building up your children to be witnesses of the gospel in the world, There is much darkness in the world today, or perhaps not, depending on how you look at it. But ultimately it begins with us. That we can become the light of the world. We can turn to St. Joseph in those times whenever 
We just don't feel like we have anything else to do. We don't know where to turn. We don't know what the next right step in helping our families to become saints is. We're frustrated with our spouse, with our children, with our parents, our grandchildren, our sons or daughters. We can turn to this man who is a mirror of patience, an example beyond examples of one who sought the Lord in every aspect of his life. Whether he was even sleeping, which this evening we will give, we will bless for statues of sleeping St. Joseph. Because in that state, he received the Lord's call again and again. His complete and utter trust in the Lord, even in his sleep, allowed him to receive his will and to do his will even then. When he was sleeping, when he was caring for the mother of God, when he was caring for Jesus, when he was in his workshop, at every moment of his life, he was inviting the Lord in, allowing him to speak to him. Make that same situation for your homes, the intercession of St. Joseph. Allow him to allow Mary and Jesus into your homes, to put them at the heart of what we really are. Here in Shelby County, we are a family people. Here in Shelby County, we love our spouses, our children. And here in Shelby County, we love the Lord. St. Joseph, in a special way, can enable us to unite all those things in the world. To bring God into the family. To bring the Holy Family into our families. Allowing them to transform who we are. To make us truly in two beacons of hope. To show the world that holiness is possible. And not just possible, but expected. The norm. That is my hope for our heart family parishes. That seeking holiness, seeking to be saints, is the norm. It's what we do. And through the same intercession of St. Joseph of Lothians, all we need to do is trust Him, trust the Blessed Virgin Mary His house, and trust Jesus, the Most Holy Son of God. And they will do it in their power, not our own.